Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. All right, welcome back to another episode of the East Meets West Hunt podcast. I'm sitting here with Nick Long on another wonderful rainy day in Pennsylvania. And uh, Nick is with the Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Nick, uh, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit here? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I am the vice chair of the Pennsylvania chapter of the Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Uh, so I'm a volunteer. Uh, my full-time job is a civil engineer in central PA here. Uh, got into BHA, <laughs> funny, on by listening to the podcast a few years ago. Got on the website. I was sitting at work one day. Joined the uh, joined joined it. Didn't really know a whole lot about it. I liked the message. And uh, last year, emails came out. We need we needed to regroup the chapter. And I said, Yeah, I'm in. What can I do? And I'm a vice chair now. So <laughs> and it's been the last six months. We got organized here around the new year. And man, the last six months has been insane. Yeah, huh? I can't believe it's June. It's June already. Yeah, so we 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 have a lot of a lot of events that happened in the last six months. A lot of organization for the chapter. Uh, but yeah, I think the chapter's gone from thirty fifty members like a year ago. I'd say after this weekend, if we're not six seven hundred people strong in the state, that's I, insane. I, I think man. that's what it, I think. I think it's like fifteen hundred sixteen hundred percent is what it was, and that's when it was in the five hundred area. Now I don't. We're gonna be getting close to like eighteen hundred. 1900 percent it's ridiculous wow. it's just blowing up so when i when i first joined it was two years ago i was on my way to my first elk hunt in colorado i was listening to a podcast i wish i could remember which one it was but i remember someone talking about backcountry hunters and anglers how you can join your local chapter and so my brother was driving at this point in the middle of the night we were somewhere in illinois or kansas or wherever the hell it was one of those <laughs> <laughs> one of the states you go through to go out west yes yeah so uh i started sort of looking at my computer or my phone at the time. So I'm scrolling through what searched it and then found, oh, there's a Pennsylvania chapter. I was like, I'm going to join that. So I joined it right then and I was telling my brother about it. And then he joined. And so it was, was, you know, that's, it'll be three years ago and, is it three years? Two years ago here in September. So, yeah, yeah, two years ago in September is when we joined. And uh, ever since then, I've really followed along with it. And it's amazing how much it was grown. I was here talking to Ty Stubblefield and the other gentleman that was helping out last year. It was a small little booth mm-hmm. that they had. And this year, your booth looks awesome yeah. at the Total Archery Challenge and uh, Seven Springs here. So it's it's pretty crazy to see how much you guys have grown. Yeah, it's there's a lot of – and everybody's ambitious. Like I, Not even just like the guys on the board and, and the volunteers – all the members, they're they're hungry. They wanna they wanna do a pint night. They wanna do a hike. They wanna do a habitat project. They wanna be engaged. I mean, everybody, it's yeah, it's it's really strong. And that's what I liked about the BHA is everybody's very ambitious. It's a it's a young group, uh, but everybody's you know focused, ambitious. They're ready. You know, they wanna yeah. they wanna get the message out there. Yeah, they they want to you know help fight the battle that that you know we're into with with public lands and and everything else that you know that from the conservation aspect, right? Right, right. From my understanding, so you're in the Pennsylvania chapter, and that's you know 
That's what I'm the most familiar with. That's where I grew up. That's where I've lived my whole life is Pennsylvania. It's a beautiful state. You know, the, the northern half is where, where I grew up. Two million acres of public land in the Pennsylvania wilds. And I love it. Like when I once I moved away, I realized how fortunate I was to have all that land out my back door mm-hmm. to just go and go and go. And that's why I've become so passionate with it over the last couple of years. And because I, I just never knew there was any struggles with it. I wasn't, I don't know, I guess I, I, I didn't uh, know of the problems and the, the things that we had against us, you know, when it comes to public lands and everything else. So can you give, give me a little background on what, what is Pennsylvania BHA worried about right now? What do they need help with? Uh, Sunday hunting. That's really our biggest our biggest issue right now is the Sunday hunting. Uh, talk to a lot of people outside of Pennsylvania, and they're like, can't hunt on Sundays? No, can't hunt on Sundays. We can buy beer and wine now. We can, uh, yeah, we can buy beer and wine. You can go to a casino on a Sunday, gamble, but uh, you can't go hunt. You can't go spend spend a day with a family member, a, a good buddy, your wife, maybe kids. Uh, kids after they have sports yeah. on Saturdays, oh, yeah. you know, and all week at school. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have a full-time job. Uh, I'm pretty flexible with my job, but I still, you know, I, I got responsibilities during the week, responsibilities with family. Uh, Sunday opens up another day of hunting. So, yeah, so we're, we're fully behind getting Sunday hunting approved and letting, and letting the, the experts have seven days to manage the, uh, the wildlife of Pennsylvania, giving the Game Commission seven days to manage, not just six, six, six days a week. So when when I look at, okay, so li- now that, like I said, I live down in the Pittsburgh area, I drive back home a lot to hunt on the weekends during hunting season, and it sucks driving over two hours one way to get to a spot, and I can only hunt one day for the weekend. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it bothers me. <laughs> so that's why I was going to states like Ohio and other places, New York, that allow Saturday and Sunday hunting. And... I truly think that you will get more license sales and everything else and more money put back into conservation if we had Sunday hunting. The gentleman was just here before we got on, on the podcast. He doesn't even buy a license in Pennsylvania. He lives in Pennsylvania. He doesn't even buy his Pennsylvania license. Big hunter. He goes to, uh, I think, Ohio. Yeah. Because he's like, I get one day a weekend to hunt in uh, Pennsylvania, but it's not worth it. I want to. I went two days to hunt in a weekend. So... Right there, I hear that a lot from guys. I know guys that buy private ground in other states so they can hunt. They don't even hunt in Pennsylvania anywhere. They they, they spend money, buy private ground in other states, you know, spend money on food and gas in our surrounding states just because they can hunt. They can go hunt a whole weekend. It's sad. You know, it's sad because we have all these awesome areas and opportunities to do that, and we're... We, we're not optimizing that time no. no and not to mention like i said introducing our next generation of kids to the outdoors when they're busy i mean think about okay so kids i, I don't know if you have kids you have kids? i have a i have a son he's 16 months okay yeah, yeah not so, old enough to get to that stage no but, but you it's in your I know, forefront yeah, now yeah you know? oh yeah so that you know once they're in school they have school five days a week Saturday, maybe they got sports full. Sometimes they're in, you know, younger football games, anything like that. The only time they have off is Sunday. That's when you could spend time with, you know, you know, father, son, um, you know, mother, son, mother, daughter, whatever it may be. 
out and enjoying the outdoors and learning what hunting really is. And I think that's a lot of our problem with younger hunter, hunting recruitment. I don't know. That's just my my perspective on it. So to not be selfish anymore and think about why I'm mad that I can't hunt on Sundays, looking at the important reasons with with you know the next generation and our, the future of hunting, uh, specifically in Pennsylvania. Absolutely, you nailed it. Yes, uh, it, uh, a lot of the arguments we hear is well sundays is the day you know that's the sabbath that's the day you should spend with your family well that's what i do with my family <laughs> yeah. the outdoors like i don't yeah. i'm not sitting inside you know that's your choice yeah i go i you know and they say well you know you should go to church well i go to church i go to sunday school uh not every sunday but i'll you know i go you know we might hit sunday school in the morning and then have the rest of the day we can go spend outdoors uh and you know, go do a, go do a, you know, even if doing some squirrel hunting, some bird hunting, uh, but have the chance to, you know, even have that opportunity to take the all day Sunday or part of a day Sunday to, to spend with, you know, family. Like I said, my son, he's pretty young yet, but I mean, I, I have mountain trails hiking with me now. Uh, as soon as he can legally, we can be out hunting squirrels or something. We're going to be hunting squirrels. Yeah. I'd love to do it. Love to do it Saturday, Sunday. Cause that's, it's tough when you you know, you work. 40 plus hours a week yeah and then you throw in other activities and hope hoping maybe most of his activities are hunting and fishing but you know yeah. i'm not gonna tell him <laughs> no if he wants to be in football basketball or, or something else yeah exactly you, it's it, you know that, that's hard for you to see that and and he may go away from hunting in different ways by not being you know exposed to it as much you know that's just a a, a thought with it but no it's yeah i no, I agree. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Yeah, you know, I, I, when I have a son, or you know, I want him to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I do just because how much hunting has taught me and helped me in overall life. It's not being like, oh, you know, I'm a hunter, so I want my son to be a hunter. Yeah, that's cool, but it's the overall you know person he can become through hunting and through the outdoors and through conservation and and wild places. You know, I, get, I think it gives you some respect. It gives you some, even some life skills that you don't necessarily get and maybe in a classroom or, you know, it's just, it's just a good, a good, uh, character building. I think, I mean, it build, I mean, that's, that's where a lot of my character came from being outdoors, being with, you know, my grandfather, my, my dad, uh, uncles. I, I, I hunt out West with my uncles just about every year and it's just, you know, they they helped raise me when I was younger. You know, I was around a lot of family. But to have an extra day of that would really, you know, time when you really need strong family values. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is an extra day. I would probably bring some guys back to hunting. You know, I hear guys that don't hunt anymore because they can't, they only get one day a weekend possibly. And, and uh, they... Family takes a lot of your time, and if you can, you know, have that extra time with your family on a Sunday to, to go hunt, you know, it's going to increase hunter recruitment. That's another big issue, you know. The, yeah. And that, having lack, of, and it's kind of an access thing, lack of time to uh, to be out in the field hunting. So, yeah. So, even look at, okay, so rifle season, Pennsylvania, two weeks we have. Technically, the guys that are off, that's two days. And that may be, that might, all they do is rifle hunt. Yeah. So these guys have two days a year. Why would they buy a tag to do it? Looking at it from that aspect, you know? Mm-hmm. 
But if you can have four days, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. That's a whole nother ball game. Well in four days then they're like, Well, I get both you know, maybe I'll take a Friday. Yeah, maybe I'll take Friday a day off work. Or a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, make it a long weekend and yeah. That it's kind of a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, I mean I just Okay, so I, I've heard some arguments back. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. So the, the, I've had people come back to me and say a specific a friend of mine that doesn't agree with Sunday hunting. He goes, "Well, that you know that's the day when you know I, I get this stuff done around the house. I'd never get that done." I said, "That's a choice, man. If you, if you want to get that stuff done, be disciplined to do that. I'll put that off till winter." <laughs> <laughs> I I have you know? a, I have a pretty extensive hardscaping project at my house that I started two years ago in the summer and it shuts down in late September every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It shuts down till spring. And uh, I'm just getting ready now. Turkey season's over. I'm getting back in, the, back into finishing up. I'm gonna hope they have it finished by the end of this September. But yeah, that's a choice. That's a choice. And yeah, and you, and a lot of I've heard the argument with you know, well, my wife, she's not gonna like that if I can hunt two days, two days a weekend. Well, it gives you that option of Sunday. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens on Saturday, and you might miss out hunting on a weekend because Saturday's busy. You know, whatever, it's busy. Well. I know you might miss something with with family because you want to hunt the afternoon. Well, this way you can't, you won't miss that thing on a Saturday because you can hunt on a Sunday morning or a Sunday afternoon or all day Sunday. Yeah, it gives you more options. Uh, but yeah, no, I, we hear that argument. Yeah, I, one guy made the argument about yeah, my wife's gonna kill me or something like that, and I'm I'm like, well, you just didn't train her right from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better hope your wife isn't listening. <laughs> nah, she, she's great. She, uh, yeah, <laughs> she, she's great. She's a great woman. I found, I think I found the perfect one. But yeah, no. Nah. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, and and again, those are all choices. Those are all choices, and I think that we should have the choice to be able to hunt or not to hunt on a Sunday. That's every other state's doing it. Besides, is there any other ones that aren't? Uh, yeah. There's West Virginia just got it. Just I think West Virginia just had it approved this year. Yeah, last I did year. Hear yeah, that. yeah. There's there's a few other states. Uh, I think Jersey might be one. Uh, there's a few maybe up in New England. There's only like three or four that. Yeah, we're kind of one of the last ones. Yeah. To to get on board, I and I, I should know that I'm not the I'm. I'm more in the communications and the in the social media and some other things with the chapter. Uh, we have a our secretary. He's he can he can rattle off the bill numbers for Sunday hunting. I just I can't rattle them off. That's he should he should maybe make me a cheat sheet for these. Yeah, that'd, that'd be good. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. It's it's just uh, that. I mean, we're just trying to create awareness for this and and get people thinking about. It. So, what can we do? What can we do to make that uh, happen? Uh, contact your 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 senators your representatives we uh we just had a meeting with a couple of senators uh a few weeks ago we met with their staff uh we we you know we're always attending events at uh at the capitol in harrisburg uh that's what we're doing as far as the chapter of the officers and the board but yourself uh write a letter uh send an email make a phone call phone calls call and Call your uh, your local representative office, senator's office, and say I support Sunday hunting, 
they'll take your name and number down, give them your name, where you live, and uh, your address, so you, they know you're in your, your the right district. And uh, we got to flood them. We just we got to do it in numbers. We got to get together and and really be consistent with it. Yeah, right? yeah, and and we're we have opposition, and we understand there's opposition. We're we're trying to you know we we want to talk to them. We want to you know we're one big thing is the trespassing. That's you know, the trespassing laws in Pennsylvania just aren't strong enough. So that's there's a trespass bill out there. That's that's another one we're trying to we support. We you know we we do need stronger trespass laws. And but yeah, the, call your go call your local representatives. Even one of our oppositions is the uh, is the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau. If you can reach out to to your county Farm Bureau and just get involved with them and just talk to them and you know be tactful about it and just because they're. I think some of the farmers that they want to have Sunday hunting, they want to use their ground seven days a week. And you know, I've talked to some the farmers; they want to use it seven days a week, and they can't. You know, they they own the ground; they want to be able to hunt on it. But uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing: is just contact your local state senator, state representative. That's okay. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, and if uh, you're not a member of our Facebook page, get on our Facebook page. We have links on there where it'll take you right to the. Uh, to your senator or your uh, your representative makes it real easy. We it'll populate in an email, send right to the right to the right guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what the the, the BHA website altogether and the and the Facebook pages and everything are great with keeping anyone up to date. So definitely check those out. And you have specific ones just for Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, we we have a specific Facebook page. We have we have an Instagram account. We do a lot of communication through. Uh, we have a separate page on the national website, uh, and it'll send you to some links for different things for just us. But the best way is, is to, if you're not a member, be a member, and you'll get you'll get an email from us every month. Uh, we're going to get out a newsletter here every quarter, uh, just keeping everybody up to date. But uh, yeah, and if you if you want to be a member, go on the website and uh, and join. If you're in Pennsylvania, you'll get you'll get PA related information through your email yeah it's been extremely helpful for me to keep up with it things that i wouldn't have otherwise known about or been able to you know be a part of and there was there was one um i can't remember i think it was through bha a while ago it had to do something with making with with, um public access and i had reached out to my local uh representative where i was living at in in the beaver county area a little while ago and that he actually called me personally wow and was like it was aaron bernstein okay down there and he's like hey he's like bo i just i want to know you know why you think that that i have a problem with this i was like no that's not the you know i just want to keep aware that we think this is important and public access is important and in our lands um we want to keep the way that they are you know and he was like, oh, I'm, I'm a big hunter and, you know, fisherman myself, and I want to support that in any way. I just want to let you know that. That was awesome. That's a, Those yeah, are the kind cool. of connections that you can have yeah. with that. So that's you never know unless you don't reach out, you know. Maybe you won't get a response. Maybe they won't read it, but maybe they will. Yeah, and, and just, yeah, if, if you don't think, you know, it's like you don't think your vote's going to count when you go to vote. It does. One vote counts. So, yeah, one voice counts. Yep. Yeah, make it heard. Yeah, Awesome. Is there anything else specifically to BHA Pennsylvania or just BHA as a whole? Uh, Any uh, so the, what what are the hike to what, the hike to hunt challenges yeah. kicked off on Friday? Uh, Under Armour developed the hike to hunt uh, app. You can uh, download, track your hiking. It's a fun. You can make it a fundraiser. You can just make it fun. You don't. You can, but you can make it a fundraiser. Uh, you can go to the to our website uh, to the chapter website. I think there's a couple links on our Facebook page. And uh, 
you should if you're in if you're a member you probably got an email about it uh follow your links in the email but yeah it's just kind of just kind of get out on public lands do some hiking if you want to raise some money raise some money how do you raise the money uh i think you, you can get sponsored you can have people sponsor you okay uh i think they can there's there's a link maybe you can share on social media and they can sponsor you and and uh, it's just it just really got up and running Friday. There, I think there was a couple little kinks with okay. it. So yeah, I've it's been so interesting busy. to me. I yeah. want I want to take part in that. So I've been so busy here. I've I've been I'm behind on emails and stuff. I, I've been so busy here, so I haven't. I'm not real into it yet. But okay. uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions, definitely reach out to our chapter email. We'll we'll get you we'll get you help if you need help. But yeah, awesome. Yeah, and there's going to be some uh, hikes all over the state. There's some groups started. Just get people together, like-minded people. I mean, there's a lot of badasses out here i yeah. love talking to talking to the members i i thought i had some bad bad ass stories but man these guys yeah man it's i it's feel awesome. very humbled i went to the the pint night in clarion mm. uh i don't know it was about a month ago or yeah so? a month or two, yeah a month month and a half ago yeah yeah it was awesome i met some amazing people what about I, that after party last night that was a good time yeah that was crazy yeah so total archery challenge yeah a bha sponsored an after party and a lot of awesome people, prizes given away. I mean, it was just, it was freaking awesome. It was fun. It was fun. It went fast. It was fun. I, yeah. I, I think I got a chance to drink a couple beers. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, but it was, it was fun. We had, met a lot of great people, uh, people from all over too. And it's nice to be able to talk to people and they don't know what BJ is and talk to them for, you know, give them, give them some history and man they're they're in they're all in so, oh yeah but, people are there to support it yeah. man and those those pennsylvania chapter shirts you get, that you have on oh, right yeah. now i'm getting one of them today those are awesome those yeah. are, those they're are going fast cool. they're going fast yeah yeah you better get over there and get one i'm gonna have to get one i'm i'm gonna have to go over there when the, i'm scared of the rain though that's a problem i i gave my raincoat out to uh Kevin Kohler from uh, the New York chapter, he's shooting. I was supposed to shoot now, and he's shooting with our treasurer, Josh Stewart. Yeah. Kevin didn't have a jacket. Came the whole way down from New York to shoot today. So I gave him my jacket because I'm getting ready to leave here as soon as we're done. And uh, I felt bad for him, so I gave him my, my jacket. He's out there on the course now shooting. But, yeah, it's – I'm going to – maybe I can get somebody My from, jacket's in my truck, so I'm, I'm screwed right Well, my truck, I parked way over there, so I'm hoping maybe I can get somebody from TAC to take me a ride yeah. side by side. Oh, I'm sure you can, man. <laughs> But um, anyways, well, I will let you go here, and um, we'll stay in touch. This isn't the last time that we're going to hear the Pennsylvania chapter of BHA on here. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with you guys yeah. more, man. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're uh, yeah, we're excited. We're, this is a great, great thing you're doing here. So we're definitely going to try and keep, uh, we'll keep each other busy. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. All right, you take care. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, that was a great episode with Nick Long from Backcountry's Hunters and Anglers. And I'd really urge anyone to head over to their website and check out BHA, you know, read a little bit more about what they are about, get involved with the hike to hunt challenges and uh, everything else that BHA is involved with. Sign up for a yearly membership and and get involved in some way. So since Nick and I talked, which was a little over a month ago at the Total Archery Challenge in Seven Springs, um, there's been a few changes with the sunning, Sunday hunting actions. So just recently, BHA announced supporting Senate Bill 1202, which would give authority over hunting on Sunday to the Pennsylvania Game Commission 
and also stiffen penalties and expand enforcement opportunities for trespassing while hunting. This is a great bill that will increase access for hunters and give additional protections to rural landowners and our friends in the agricultural industry. So repeal of this ban on Sunday hunting is Pennsylvania BHA's top legislative issue right now. So if you could take a few seconds, head over to BHA's website at backcountryhuntersandanglers.org and go on the Pennsylvania chapter, click on the, the Sunday hunting topic there, and they already have um, basically a pre-written letter and everything. You just need to sign your name at the bottom and send it over to your legislators to know it's time to take down the no hunting sign on half of our weekend. So that is a that is a big first step um and and for one of the good things is the there are some members of the fish and boat commission and pennsylvania game commission that are excited about this and want to to push this through so if you could again please go over support and contact your state legislators to repeal the ban on sunday hunting so i wanted to get into another little note little update here so last weekend, I, uh, I went out and did a little bit of rattlesnake hunting in the Pennsylvania wilds. And ever since I posted a few photos of that, it seemed to get a lot of um, positive and negative responses with um, not really understanding rattlesnake hunting or what the reason is for it. So with any you know wild animal or reptile, in, in this case, the population, the populations need to be, I guess, they need to be controlled just like, just like any animal. And that all depends on the stability of the population. So in Pennsylvania, rattlesnakes are very, they are very extensively studied and through the fish and boat commission and other organizations, and they have determined that the rattlesnake population, the t timber rattlesnakes to be specific, is it's strong enough in Pennsylvania and certain parts that they can allow hunting. And the way rattlesnake hunting works is you're allowed to apply for one permit per year. So this venomous snake permit allows you to take one male rattlesnake of at least 42 inches in length from the second Saturday in June until July 31st. So this permit, you, again, you apply for it through the Fish and Boat Commission. They'll send you a whole packet explaining um, rattlesnakes in Pennsylvania, all the rules, regulations, proper handling. I mean, it's a very extensive packet with uh, useful information to learn about it. Well, before jumping ahead here, I um, I started back in 2015 getting interested in hunting snakes. And to be honest, I wasn't interested at all until a good friend of mine, Andy, had uh, introduced me to it and was like, you got to try it. And I wasn't really sure about it. I was like, I don't want to touch. I don't want to deal with snakes, you know, that uh, that could bite you and potentially kill you. So. I started reading up on it, started reading everything I could on rattlesnakes, the history of them in Pennsylvania, everything else. 
So as I've stated before, Northern Pennsylvania, you know, where I'm from has a little over 2 million acres of public land. And most of that is dense forest and, um, and pretty steep hills. And, uh, it kind of varies throughout, but Anyways, this is where the rattlesnakes, the majority of them are, are in the central region of Pennsylvania and actually even run down uh, close to Maryland. But anyways, the the snakes there are, there's a pretty decent population in, in different areas. So I started reading up on it and learning about it and it just, it seemed really interesting to me. And the fact that you, that you can use, I wanted to eat snake. I've had rattlesnake before, but I couldn't really remember much about it so i wanted to i wanted to get a snake i wanted to kill it get the meat out cook it up see how how it tasted and and, uh and then also get the skin and you know and and display that as well and so basically using all the components of the snake and so I, I went out the first year with Andy and he took me out and we found a bunch of snakes, but, uh, or a couple snakes actually it wasn't a ton, but we found a few snakes and they were not, uh, they weren't legal. There was one that was right around that border of being legal, but, uh, ended up not, not killing the snake and, and I let it go. So, and how you determine if a snake is a male or a female depends on their subcaudal scales. So what that means is from the vent in the bottom of the snake and the back of the snake to the rattles has to have at least 21 or more subcaudal scales. And that determines whether they're a male or a female. So that kind of does sound complicated for how you would figure that out. So you need to, once you catch the snake with, uh, I have a pair of snake handling tongs that are for for basically reptile handlers and and uh i got it from an online pet store but so you once you find the snakes you you grab them and uh and pick them up and you have to get them to get them to go into like a clear plastic tube part part way so that they can't back out on you but you have to be able to look at them while they're alive and determine is this a is this a legal snake or not so that's what I did. Went through it. And, um, anyways, like I said, the one snake was legal, but ended up letting it go. Well, then for the last couple of years, I, uh, never applied for my permit again. I just got busy with stuff and didn't really make it a priority until this year. I wanted to do it again. It, something struck me that, uh, I wanted to snake hunt and I sent my permit in at permit application in late as, as normal. And, I got the permit in the third week of June, I believe. Yeah, so just a couple weeks ago. I got the permit, came in, said I was accepted, and was then was going to go back out again. And, and a buddy of mine, Alex Geithner, reached out to me. He was like, hey, why don't you come with me? I, I know of an area that has some big snakes. You should uh, come look with me. I said, okay. And um, so Alex and I we hooked up and, and went out one day and all the spots that we started looking, looking through rock piles and, um, logging roads and, and cuts and everything else. And we weren't finding snakes. And, you know, he was like, Oh man, you know, I, I really thought we'd be able to find one in here. And, um, and, uh, 
everything, but it was it was a good day either way. We saw we saw a fawn out on the middle of the road uh, walking this logging road, and uh, then actually saw a, a hen turkey with ten little poults that were so small. So it was very late, um, a, a late run there. But so, anyways, saw a bunch of different wildlife, and then just when we thought that the day was about over, out on the logging road in front of us spotted a big snake i was like i was like alex there's there's a snake right there and um so we started walking up to it and it was sprawled out across the road on like a shady side of a hill and ended up catching the snake and and uh he wasn't real aggressive the snake kind of he was just trying to get away just wanted to get off the road but beautiful snake big strong um it was a thick snake and uh right away i was like this thing is going to be legal if he's a male and so we were able to to get him and and check the check the scales and he had 22 subcaudal scales so that's over the 21 limit and made him a male and put the tape measure on him ended up reaching out to 52 inches so 10 inches bigger than a legal limit and that's a giant snake that was considered uh, a yellow phase so there's the black phase and the yellow phase snakes, and he was uh, just a beautiful yellow um, color to him. So I ended up killing that snake after making sure that he was legal, and we put him. It we put him in like a basically it was an old sack that had minerals in it. So I put him in that bag and and twisted it up because you have to be careful that these snakes can still bite you hours after they're dead, and. You, you would grab them and the, the bag would be moving. The, the snake was dead, but just the muscles and everything in there have so much tension build up. Um, it was, it's crazy to see. It's a really crazy experience. But anyways, so we got the, the snake loaded up in a bag and, and went back to the house. And I threw it on, I threw it on ice, threw it in my Yeti. And, and uh, so th- at that point, Alex or, or Everyone calls him Hootie and I. We had a celebratory beer or two, and then I went back home. I gutted out the snake, which was actually a lot easier than I expected it to be. Just run the knife right up the center, was able to pull the skin, or no, I pulled the guts out with no knife, was able just to grab it and pull everything out, and then pull the skin off. Just, just was able to pull it down, kind of like you would skin a deer, but... I didn't even need a knife for that either. I was able to pull it all off. And um, then basically the rest of it there is meat. So got to do that. Took, Put the meat, uh, put it in a, a, a big container of salt water. And to just just uh, help kind of pre-marinate it there. And threw that in the fridge. Because I was planning on cooking it up the next day for my brother's bachelor party. So did that. And um, then went down to my parents' barn and just started fleshing out the skin. So, I mean, I'm taking off any extra meat that was on the inside to prepare it to tan. And that took quite a while going through. I, after, I mean, I'm, again, I'm an amateur with doing this, but I figured out afterwards there were some little tricks and, and tips that may have made it easier. But uh, anyways, after a few hours, I was able to get that done. I have the snakeskin soaking in a solution of glycerin and rubbing alcohol, and I'll be pulling that out here 
um, by the time this podcast airs to put it, nail it on to a piece of board and let it dry there and be able to have that, that beautiful skin for a long time. And so with, with that being said, then that was left with the meat that I had. So after I let it soak in the salt water overnight, I put it in a gallon bag, a Ziploc bag full of olive oil and Cajun seasoning and left it out in the fridge for about four hours. So then once we were at uh, camp to, to cook it up on the, the grill for the bachelor party, I just, and again, I am not a good cook. I'm, and I'm not an experience at, at, uh, at cooking up snake meat. So just through this, what looked like a, I don't even know how to explain it, but, but by the time this airs, the blog post will be up on it too. So you can see some photos of the snake on the grill, the meat. And, uh, so I threw that meat up on, on the grill and I just like, I don't know how to tell, you know, if this is done or it just, it's weird. So we cooked it up and, uh, it's a very, it has a lot of bones that go through the back structure and everything. So got that, put it on a plate and for as many people that were skeptical about eating it, they were coming back for seconds. Everyone loved the snake. I even overcooked it a little bit and, uh, it was, it tasted very good. Kind of like, a everyone says, you know, it tastes like chicken. Well, it kind of does. It tastes like kind of like a rubbery chicken or frog legs or something along those lines, but it was, it was very good. It was, I was very glad that I ended up, you know, taking one of the snakes and, and killing it to be able to use it. So that was a big male, um, population, very healthy in that area in the, the Appalachian region, the Pennsylvania wilds. So I'm very excited about that. And, and just another note, the, the snake had 12 rattles and a button on it. A lot of people think that that means that it's 12 years old, which that is not the case. All the rattles means that's how many times he shed. Sometimes that they can shed two to three times in a year. So you, you can't really go off of age based on the amount of rattles. And in addition to that, by snakes can break off the rattles pretty easily. They're, they're very, they're hollow. They're not very strong and they can get caught in between rocks and pop off. So that's, uh, also something to note there. That's kind of a myth that, Oh, how many rattles it has depends on how old it is. And that is absolutely not the case. But anyways, I was extremely excited to do that. I don't know if I'm going to get into snake hunting every year. Probably not. Um, but I think I would definitely get a permit every year and at least go out and and find them and and see them. As far as actually filling my tag, I I don't really care to to get another one per se, unless I have a pretty good amount of time to be able to clean it and skin it and uh, cook up the meat and everything. But um, it just it was something that I really wanted to do and experience it and. I would recommend anyone that wants to do something like that in the summertime, get out and uh, enjoy the Pennsylvania wilds and do that. I'm not sure of any regulations in other states, but it is well worth the trip. And as soon as you, as soon as you're done with that, you fill your tag, or even if you don't, you have to fill out, um, you have to fill out a report and send back to the Fish and Boat Commission within 10 days or within 10 days of the season closing. So I filled out all the information and that's how they keep track of, you know, 
that's a way to help keep track of the population, how healthy it is and how many snakes were taken out to make sure that for the following years that their regulations are still valid and that they're doing the best they can for that population of rattlesnakes in Pennsylvania. All right, and one last note here before we uh, end the show. If you head over to our website at eastmeetswesthunt.com and go over to the shop section up top, and you'll see three different hats on there we just put in the store. They're called the Adventure Hat Line. So these are your Richardson six and five panel designs based off of the famous 112 fit that Richardson has, as well as our 115, a little bit more of a tailored fit. And these hats are on pre-order right now, only for probably another five days. So by the end of this week, they will be taken off of pre-order. If you get an order in before the before the pre-order is up, you have a chance to win an Onyx Hunt Elite Membership. So for the app on your phone, you can get on and have the elite membership gives you access to maps for every state, all the land ownership information, and a lot of other information that can help you um, hunting no matter where you're at. You can use these maps anywhere by downloading them offline, and that's a $99 value that I'm going to give away to one person at random that puts in a pre-order for any of these hats so get over there check out the hats if you like them pick one up and uh, they'll be shipping out at the end of, at the end of this week so if anyone has any questions on that feel free to shoot me an email and that's just bo at eastmeetswesthunt.com or uh, message us on facebook and instagram Thanks, guys. Thanks Take so care. much for listening to this episode of East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit eastmeetswesthunt.com, Facebook at East Meets West Outdoors, and Instagram at East Meets West Hunt. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.